tiki tacker is common. Xavi and Iniesta tipping the ball back and forth. Galway, they're a lot further ahead than Roscommon at this. But Roscommon, as Jer said, are going to do damage in this championship. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Off the ball. This is News Talk. Thursday evening here on Off the Ball. It is time for Super Chat with John Giles. John, how are you getting on? I'm okay, Will. Um, I'm starting, I suppose, with sad news. We were chatting a bit earlier today about your former Leeds teammate, of course, Manchester United legend and former Scotland defender as well, Gordon McQueen, uh, passing away today at the age of 70. He had dementia since February of 2021. And a remarkable career that he had, John. He won the FA Cup with Manchester United, won the league with your Leeds team in 1974, was also a fairly important player on the run to the European Cup final a year later. And we heard Lou McCarry just a little bit earlier on in the show. And his first instinct was to talk about even Gordon as a player but saying that he was a remarkably fun guy to have around the dressing room I was he was, he was full of life he was like a big kid uh, to be honest Well, but, but good I don't mean that in a bad way I mean it in a good way he loved the game you know he loved playing uh, he, he definitely loved to laugh and he loved a few drinks <laughs> Gordon but he was he was good he was he was really good company he came, he came to Leeds after um, Jack Charlton retired uh, well before Jack Charlton retired and got into the team and did did extremely well got into the Scottish team went to Man U and funny enough I spoke to him when he went to Man U and uh, he said he said John I couldn't believe the difference when I went to Man U he said with the the standard of the team. See, he never played in any other team apart from uh, before he went to Manchester. But Leeds, you know, now he's playing with, with that, at the back with Norman Hunter and, and Billy Bremner in midfield and Paul Mainly and all that. And he, he probably thought, well, that's that's the way it is in every club. Till he went to Man U, but uh, but he finished up doing doing well there and got into the Scottish team. He was he was a good lad, a good laugh. Norman Hunter, probably not a bad player to come in a light side, John, if you're a young man coming south of the border from Scotland and you're going into, like, that Leeds dressing room, you've just named off some of the players who've got years of success behind you, loads of experience within the squad, and I'm sure Norman probably was a big help uh, when he came into the centre of that Leeds defence. Yeah, yeah, well, Norman would have been a help to anybody. Uh, Norman Hunter was, was uh, the best defender I ever played with, and I think he was a bit unlucky, Norman, that... Uh, uh, Bobby Moore was around, and so he was such a great player. Norman got a few caps, but he didn't get as many as he could have done uh, had, had Bobby Moore not been there. But, but Norman admired Bobby Moore himself. He said, you know, he deserved to be in the team. Bobby Moore deserved to be in the team. But Norman was great. He was the best defender I ever played with. And uh, he, when Gordon came into the team, he was a, he was a bit, uh, you know, he's only a young fella. And Norman looked after him. You couldn't have got a better player to, to play beside uh, than Norman. And he learned well, Gordon. You know, he was he was um, he was a good lad, but uh, he, he was a bit headstrong as well. Uh, Will, you know, we played at Burnley one day, and if anybody from the old days remembers, Ray Hankin played at Burnley centre forward, hard nut, really couldn't dish it out. And Gordon was marking him, you know, and, and Gordon could, uh, could could get head up. And uh, Billy Bremner wasn't playing, I was captain. And uh, there was been a clash between them. And they got a yellow card. And I said, Gordon, you've got to be careful. You're going to be sent off here if you're not careful. You know, and he was, he was, he was mad. He could see it in his eyes. And he said, he said to me, just F off. <laughs> and I said, okay, you get on with it. And of course, 10 minutes later, he was sent off. 
and uh, I, I, he said to me I was sorry I said look Gordon you do what you want I said it to him and I was really annoyed you know what I mean mm. Will uh, but, he, but he, he, he said so, he did say sorry but he used to lose the head you know he was only a young fella at that time but he'd lose the head and it was odds on they were going to be sent off but he, he certainly wasn't listening to me well, I think he should have been listening you're whatever 22 I think Gordon was around about that time and you've been in the team for a decade playing and you're his captain I get the feeling when you said just calm down and don't get us down to 10 men Gordon he probably should have listened to you oh definitely <laughs> definitely but he was so he was so up, uptight and, and, and his head was gone you know what I mean that's, that's the way he was but of course he should have he should have listened because like I think five minutes later the two of them were sent off it was odds on he was going to go but he was so wrapped up in the game but, but generally speaking now I really got on well with him he was he was it he was a good lad. He had a great sense of humour. He was always on for a bit of, bit of, bit of fun. Uh, and, he, and he became a, a terrific player, Will. Yeah. You know, when he came to us, he was very young. Uh, he learned his stuff. He, 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 he was became one of the, one, a really, really top-class player. But I remember talking to him after he went to Man U, after a few, uh, a few months. And he said, John, I never realised, he said what a great team Leeds were you see Leeds were the first team he came to mm. so he's playing with Bremner and Paul Reaney and Norman Hunter and Terry Cooper and all these guys and I think he thought well all the teams are like this till he went to Man U and found out that wasn't the case but he, but he did say it he said I never realised how good the, the, the Leeds team were till I went to Manchester United but he got, he got a cup winner's medal with him in that uh, he, he, did, he did okay there that's um at you, United you were saying as well John he was a good guy to have around the club even your son would have been going to matches at Elland Road around at that time and Gordon was the type of guy who'd be very good around your son as well, well he was like, he was, Michael was only 10 at that time and, and, and Gordon was like a big kid I used to see him after the match he used to come over to, to Michael standing there and he'd be having a chat did you watch the football magazine? Did you get the football magazine last week? He was like a kid himself, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in a good way. And, and Michael used to have great chats with him. He was big, became a big pal of his, but he was only 10. But that was Gordon. But he was always in a good mood. He was, he was always up for a bit of fun. And uh, it was a shame. He, he, has, he hasn't been well yeah. for quite a while, Will, you know? Yeah, and his family have spoken about the dimension, the way it's come on so quickly, particularly over the last two or three years. You would have yeah. been there with him in, in 2019. John, I'd say probably one of the last times you would have seen him when uh, the Leeds team of the late 60s, early 70s, you got the freedom of the city in Leeds. So he would have been there yeah. with you that day, I would think, was he? He was there, yeah. He was okay. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't too bad then. Uh, well, you know, we knew we knew we had the disease, uh, but he but he was in good form. You know, he was always good for a laugh. But he, but you could talk to him. You know, you could tell he wasn't well. But he but he was he he could, he could have a chat and that. Actually, had a good few drinks that night. That night. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't scared of that. Uh, but he, but he was always always a good sense of humour and, and a good good type of good type of lad. Never saw him down. Now, well, obviously, when he was ill, he was, but he was still in in, in good form with the terrible disease he had, because he was a great header of the ball. And you know, there's talk even now, Will, about heading the ball, how it affected people, and uh, he headed the ball a lot. I always um, my kind of memory of Gordon McQueen would have been when he was a pundit in Sky Sports, and I always found him very entertaining in the 1990s. He, he talked a good game as well, John. Ah, yeah, he was great. He had a great sense of humour. Mm. He was always he was always up for a laugh. There's no there's no doubt about that. Gordon, 
definitely. May he rest. He was, in- a, good, he was a good lad generally, but he was he was he was a big kid in many ways. Uh, I mean that in a good way. Mm, may he but he was always he's always good for a laugh. Yeah, may he rest. And he loved peace. the game. He loved the game as well. You know, he, he, he would talk about the game all the time. And and uh, when he came to Leeds, like he was replacing Jack Charlton, so we'd had quite a lot of success before Gordon came into the team. And as you say, he won the, he won the league with Leeds in uh, what was it? Seventy four. Seventy five. Was yeah, it seventy four? Seventy five. Seventy three. Seventy four. I think. Yeah. Uh, may he rest in peace John Holland's passed away as well John yesterday uh, Chelsea legend uh, would have been I, I guess coming through as a very young player in the Chelsea Leeds rivalry in the 70s when you would have faced off against him but like an association with Chelsea going right through the decades oh definitely he was a very very good player I think he made, he made his debut for Chelsea at 17 and he was a really, really good player, John Holland. Every match, he was one of those lads you could rely on to do his stuff. You know, like he wasn't, he wasn't a, a Billy Bremner who would get on the ball and pass around and that. But he was, he was a hard man to play against because he was in the middle of the field and played against him a lot. John Holland. Uh, he was a very, very good player. Chelsea had a very well. They beat us in the cup final. What year? What was your year? Would that be seventy-one? Not seventy-two. Yeah, it was early 70, 70, I think it was seventy-three. 71. I yeah. think. You know, he was. Uh, he was in a very, very good team at Chelsea. John Holland, and he was one of the good players that made him a good team. Were Chelsea one of the really difficult teams to play against at the time, John? Because any time I read about Leeds against Chelsea, I read about these kind of fiery battles between the two teams, like, you know, hardy lads on both teams. Oh, definitely. It was, uh, it was, it was very, very tough matches. The Chopper Harris in there, Eddie McCready played at left back, the Scottish international. Uh, Osgood could, 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 he was a terrific player, but he could, uh, he could get stuck in as well, you know. No, they were they were very, 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 very difficult matches. Chelsea, they were they were really top class class team for for those uh, uh, for four, five, six years. Really top notch. Well, they beat us in the cup. Uh, as I said, Webb scored after replay, and and they still show the replay at Old Trafford for the tackling. Mm. Or the fouling, we might call it. It was one of the, it was one of those, and that was the time at that, that particular time. You know, uh, there was a lot of hard, hard men around the place. You had to, um, and John Hollands could get stuck in himself. Yeah. Manchester City, John, didn't play particularly well in Istanbul last Saturday night. Compared to their like very high standards throughout the season, it was uh, a little bit nervy against Inter uh, on Saturday. But they just about got the job done in the European final in the end. Yeah, in, in the in the long run, you know, but, but, but it was a, a lot of pressure on them in the in I think in respect of the uh, the, the, the the forecasting before the match. You know, I, I, I even read the great uh, uh, Graham Souness. He said uh, he said he, he thought it would be over before half time. And like all the Italian teams over the years, uh, will were always very. They always always could defend particularly well, and 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 uh, Milan did defend very well, and they played well. I thought um, definitely. Uh, City got away with it over the ninety minutes. Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, night- uh, was it the the um, the Kaku missed a, missed a great chance. Yeah, you know, but uh, but there again, you know, like they, they defended well. They they, they crowded midfield and and, and uh, like Pep 
is done brilliantly, but he, he always does something that you don't expect him to do. Like Kyle Walker was left out of the team uh, before the match, and there's no doubt that I've watched him the last few weeks. He's he's been probably the best player, mm. certainly the best defender. You know, but that's what that's the way. Uh, Pep goes, you know, I think he's different tactics for different matches. Uh, it's not something I, I agree with for what it's worth. I think you should play the, your best players all the time. I, I know there's an awful lot of matches you put players in. He has a big squad uh, and, and they've had a great season. I mean, to win the treble is, is fantastic. Yeah, maybe he didn't mess around quite as much as, say, Rodri not playing against Chelsea and no. that year in 2021, deciding to go out with a very patched together midfield and innovating yeah. in a final like that was a, was a really bad call. Oh, this time around, call, they yeah. weren't too far yeah, off the first Yeah, they no midfield in that match, really. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, at that time, he, 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 he didn't play Rodri. Uh, he had players up the field. Uh, like, well, he... he he doesn't. He didn't do anything as, as badly as that the other day. But I thought. But I think he's, he he has that mind. You know, we're going to have different tactics for different matches, but uh, which, which is okay in many ways because he's got such terrific players. Yeah. You know, there the, was a couple of few players didn't play the other day who were top class players. Didn't start him with Foden. Didn't start it. Uh, the winger didn't start. There was a few of them there. Right, I can't yeah. mention at the moment. But uh, like. It's very difficult to pick a bad team with the players that he has at his disposal. Yeah, I mean, that but he, deep, but that he's deep... trying to do that and it, too much, in my opinion. Uh, well, to be honest, the deep squad is very important as well, John, when it comes to the achievement of the treble in the end, because obviously they had a lot of big games to play, particularly in the second half of the season. And oh, yeah. like the only loss in trophies was against Southampton in the League Cup. They won the FA Cup last week, and obviously they've completed the treble oh, to win yeah. the Champions Cup. Like if you don't have a team with that type of strength, where as you say, you can like De Bruyne can get injured, and you're able to bring in Foden, a top player, into the team, yeah. or you can bring Mares in if needed within the game. Um, they have a squad probably stronger than anyone I'd say we've ever seen before. Well, definitely, and there's a lot of controversy about that, as you know, Will, you know, about the, how they, do they break the rules and, and bring the players in. Uh, we'll have to see about that. In time, uh, we'll see about that, you know. But they, they, they have a terrific squad now. And I, I think, to be honest, looking back on it, I think the World Cup was a help to them. You know, they have such a big squad. There was a lot, I think Arsenal suffered uh, with the players away in the World Cup because they were back into it already. Like City also had a lot of play, a good few players in it, but they had a squad that would cope with the matches. And all the matches came flying, flying in, like Arsenal, with Arsenal particularly, who were way ahead. I think they had more players and uh, a good few players in the World Cup, but they didn't have the squad that uh, Pep had you know Pep had some, a good few players in the World Cup but he had such a big squad after the World Cup he was able to field a strong team give them even rest players uh, Arsenal didn't have that situation mm. I did wonder as well Messi was talking about this during the week John when he was saying about going to Miami that he said the second half of the season maybe didn't happen for PSG in the way they had hoped because himself and Mbappe were so tired after their run in the World Cup where they're both playing mm. in the World Cup final and so much focus emotionally and physically was on the World Cup while in yeah. the case of Erling Haaland he was rehabbing an injury during the World Cup he had his feet up Norway hadn't qualified and that had to help him in the second half of the season oh definitely definitely 
and uh, they, like they, they, they had a few. Well, they had a good few players playing in the in the World Cup, uh, but but they were able to have the squad when they came back from the World Cup. There was still a big squad there. There was quite a few players who hadn't played in the World Cup actually had a rest. Arsenal didn't have that. Neither the, none of the other teams but Arsenal were, were way ahead at that particular stage uh, well, as we know but they had to start playing the same players again and again and again and I think it was too much for them one of the reasons that City caught them I mean City had to play well and they played brilliantly actually in the run-in uh, I mean they were unbeaten I think for 18 matches or something but that's the squad that, uh, that, uh, that uh, Pep has in relation to all the others I would agree with you about the fact that until the charges are either proven or not proven against them, that will always hang over the achievement of this year. But for Pep Guardiola at this stage, John, does this enhance his reputation? Because the one thing that was always used against Pep was he had won a couple of European Cups with Barcelona, with Messi, with Xavi, with Iniesta. And the argument was without Messi, you can't win the European Cup because he'd gone to Bayern and gone to Man City. Now he has won the Champions League with Man City. Does that make his CV more impressive now? Well, I think in general it does, but I, I think it's nonsense. I, I, I wouldn't subscribe to that at all, uh, to be honest, Will, because, uh, you know, I think I think to win the league is harder to win, mostly to win the, the, the um, Champions League. I mean, if we go two years ago, Chelsea won it. Well, yeah, they were awful in the Premier League, but they left their run for Europe under Thomas Tuchel that year and won the European Cup. Yeah, but I mean, he would, but he didn't win any sacked. He's sacked now. I mean, what, 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 what you're saying that people say is that unless, until uh, Pep wins the Champions League, uh, he's not going to be rated as one of the great managers. But I don't subscribe to that. If I was a manager, I'd rather win the league than the Champions League. Because it's a knockout competition. I mean, you've got, you, you, you know, you've got four teams of four to go through the, the Champions League to get to the final. You know, he won it twice before with uh, Juventus. I always thought that didn't, I didn't subscribe to it, let's put it that way, that he had to win the, the Champions League at City. He's won the league five times out of six. As I say, you know, Tuchel won it two years ago and he, he, he was sacked within the, the last two years. And I know I can understand people saying, well, unless he wins the Champions League. But if you look at the Champions League this year, and he did win, I mean, winning the, the, the league was much more difficult and better, mm. in my opinion, when he was 10 points behind Arsenal to get the, the finish that they did. I think it's a very impressive way to finish the season as well, John, when you consider like they were well behind Arsenal in even March as we yeah. came towards the tail end of the season. So they had to be 100% focused on every game in the league. And at the same time, they hammer Real Madrid and they hammer Bayern Munich in Europe. Well, exactly. Yeah. Two no, of the best teams. brilliant. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away. From I'm just going back to the, to, to, to the situation where people say, until he wins the Champions League, he's not going to be one of the, regarded as one of the great managers. And I just don't subscribe to that. I mean, what he's done in the league in the last five or six years is brilliant work what he's done this year has been brilliant I mean I think he had a bit of luck in the Champions League but you, you deserve a bit of luck somewhere along the way uh, and it's been a great season for him um, but you know I'm just saying if I was a manager or player I'd rather win the league where you've got 38 matches to play in it 
You know what I mean, Will? Yeah, I know. It's, but that's, it's, when, when, when he's won the three of them, which is yeah. great. I thought he was a little bit lucky in the, in the cup final, the, the, the Champions League final. But there again, he deserved a bit of luck. Yeah, not even the model of consistency as well. John, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a million. Thanks, Will. Thanks again. Off the ball on News Talk.